Everyone's permission. Happiest Wednesday. Today's year is dedicated to Idunish Mat, Malkaba, Jalinus, Hanaba, Chemuel, Shalomo Ben Eliauzer, Babel Ben Gabriel, Sivia Bat Mashiach, Tamar Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, Liora Bat Isaac, Sarabat Moshe, Yuda Ben David, Benjamin Ben Isaac, Rinat Padan, and Liel Dina Bat Ephraim. And also further Flashlema of Rachel Barchana and Shemuel Ben Rachel. Ruven Ben Esther. And Ruven Ben Esther. And our final So uh, we are in prohibitions of speech, and we got a little short, quick one that we're up to. Asur, not at Israel, just four words. It's forbidden to count Jews. So the Torah says that whenever they wanted to take a census of the Jewish people, they did not count them one, two, That's three. That's the reason they use the half Everybody give. Half a shekel. Everybody give half a shekel, and they count but Rabbi, the shekel. The half a shekel is only for men, not for women. The for for those that wanted to be counted for that purpose. Yeah. When it came for that purpose, they they counted only men. But anytime they wanted to count the Jewish people, you never count them one, two, three, yes. because every time you count one, two, very three, bad. Very bad. Uh, there's an ayin hara yes. that that yes. comes with it. So the so we always had a custom across Jewish communities that whenever you want to count the minyan, a minyan minyan came to the room. You never you never count the minyan one two three. Either you just count them in your head, looking around, or you say pasuk. So hoshia et amecha is a pasuk in Tehillim. Hoshia et amecha uvarech et nachalatecha urem v'naseim ad haolam. So yeah, those are exactly exactly ten words. Um, or uh, for people who don't know the Tehillim, the Brachav Hamotzi has ten words in it. So they say. Did you tell the salt? Did you tell the salt also? Hamotzi lechem mina aretz. But then they get into a question: Who gets to be Hashem? Who gets to be lechem? If there are not ten. Then you cannot finish it. It's not bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, we, do we say amen at the end or not? <laughs> there's a, I don't know if it's related at all, but there's also like similar in your name, like they say, like counting one's assets or counting one's money. Exactly so so well, there's no? so there's a Gemara which says children. Yeah. Nobody says many many. They don't say how many children there. Yeah. I'm saying Nobody's that falls scared. in the same category and as counting people. But I'm saying so there there are people who don't say how many children. According to the Mekubalim, they would never say what their age is. They would never never say what their age is. So regardless. Of yeah. So so Ravan Chaim he remembers the Mekubalim of Yerushalayim, the students of the Ben Ishchai. So he said uh, there was one who was very very old. Um, Rabbi uh, Yoshua Sharabani. He was a student of the Ben Ishchai, so he was he was much older. Those books, those hmm? books, is that him or is that somebody else? That's no, 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 no. Yoshua Sharabani. Look him up from Yerushalayim. So he said, Ibn Chaim was his chazan in uh, in in his shul, and one time he was telling him that, if I'm not mistaken, him that he that he got to see the. Uh, the Zivchet Tzedek, if I remember correctly, the Rabbi of the Benishchai, the Rav of the Benishchai, was the Zivchet Tzedek. Oh, so, so, like so, so he said, oh, he's like, so, he's like, so, Rav, you know, so how old were you? How old were you at the time? Because he would never say his age. Never, ever would, would, would he say his age. So he said, no, 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 he's like, I was a little, little, little boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and never, never, never wanted to say their age. 
there's a Gemara which says, Ena bracha shora ela davar mina ein. It says that the bracha only rests itself on something that is not exactly counted. Uh, that, you know, almost, almost like there's an ayin hara that comes to something which, which is counted exactly, exactly on the dot. Like it's a very, very interesting. It's not a halakha. That's not a halakha. I mean, a person's allowed to do their finances exactly. It's a person's... Is this, is this a, a person's... Uh, uh, this is an actual halakha about uh, counting people? About counting people, counting individuals is a halakha. Yeah. Halakha. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole story in the Navi. David Amelech counted... Uh, uh, counted the people, and then there was a plague, and there was a, and there, there was a story in the Navi about it, yes. uh, even. Yes. So, Asur Asur it's, for, it's forbidden to count. That's a, that's an actual halakha. There's a different concept, which is it's a fascinating concept just to to think about about uh, the, the the Gemara that that says bracha uh, only rests on something which is not counted, on something which is. Uh, uh, something which is hidden, something which you, you don't know the. You leave, you, you leave room for God to make. Yeah, you you, you leave room for Hashem exactly. So to speak, you leave room for Hashem. You don't <laughs> you don't give an exact count. You should cover your wine bottle whenever you're having a party. Asur asur ledaber. Next one. Asur ledaber divrei sechora b'shabbat. Big one. It's forbidden to talk about business on Shabbat. A lot of people don't realize it. You know, Baruch Hashem, in our community, I think almost everybody uh, keeps Shabbat to the extent that they're not doing business on Shabbat. Nobody's Hashem, doing Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, we're at that point where we have that zikut, the tremendous, tremendous level that we have in our community, that people don't work on Shabbat. That people, no, nobody does business on Shabbat. Can afford. But, yeah, Can but, afford. But, also yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. You know, you, you know but here it says, but a lot of people don't know. You can't even talk about it on Shabbat. You can't even speak about business on Shabbat. And not only in the candy, so even at home, on Shabbat. And but just sometimes very it comes in your thoughts. Yes, the very, you know, you're, yeah, under, people, you're under people, the shower, you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, people, people are thinking about it. It's something, again, it's a person's livelihood. Yes, exactly. It's, it's hard for a person not to think about it and uh, not to have it. Shouldn't think is okay it. because it comes Shabbat, in your mind. and business is its own category. Really, we should be very, very strict on it. Sikha betela is, is another level where he's saying that a person should do their best as much as they can to only talk Torah on Shabbat. To only, to only talk about best Torah to and, and not to talk about other things. And for sure not to talk about Lashon HaRa. For oh. sure not to Chazir Shalom. Oh. You know, oh. the Shabbat table. Oh. And that's that's, that's, that's but it's always says, a hard, hard position. But, but he says, 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 he says it was difficult for them to allow she'elat shalom. Uh, you know, just just asking how are you doing on <laughs> Shabbat. Just ask how are you doing because you're going to start talking about other things which are which are not divrei Torah. Right. So Peleot is very very strong on this. Ubazohar Kadosh and the Zohar the Mekubalim Kareli Dvarim Betelim Chilul Shabbat. They say if you're just talking about mundane. Uh, matters. If a person's talking about the market or talking about sports or talking about this, that's like a Chilul Shabbat. 
you're taking Shabbat, the holy day, the holy day of Shabbat, and you and you are you're making it unholy. You're making it uh, mundane. When you're talking about mundane matters, when you're talking about matters which are not Torah, so so the Zohar and the Mekubalim, that's I, I think it's a very high level to reach. The Zohar Hashem we should have the Zichut. It's a very high level of a person can only talk the Vrei Torah on Shabbat and doesn't speak about anything else on Shabbat. But the, these, these winter Shabbats can be to your advantage. Just because they're, because they're pass short. Out, pass out Friday night <laughs> at, after dinner. Yes, because it's short. Don't talk. Daven nets. Go back to sleep and then. Or last uh, week, uh, last <laughs> week, last week I was out at 7:20. I was out. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you. There's... <laughs> there are some communities, and I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's something for us to learn. But there, are, there are some communities that they have a minhag, that they take the entire Tanakh, the entire Tanakh, the Nevi'im and the Ketubim. So on in the morning on um, for the parasha, so over the course of the year we finish the entire Torah. But what about the Nevi'im and the Ketubim? What about the prophets? What about the Ketubim? So they have a minhag that they set for each Shabbat, for each parasha of the year, a certain amount of the Nevi'im and Ketubim that you read just to learn so that, and, and it's mostly just reading, it's not even studying kind of in like depth. Most, yeah, yeah, just like a Shnai Mikra, but we just finished the entire Tanakh on Shabbats, on Shabbats only, over the course of the year. It takes maybe three hours, it's not, it's not a short thing. If a person of wants to do all of it on Shabbat oh, and to, oh, to finish, Shabbat. to say, I'm going to finish Tanakh on wow. Shabbats, Wow. Just on Shabbat, I'm going to finish all of Tanakh. Tanakh it's a beautiful, it's many, many it's, it's beautiful yeah, minhagim. But you know, a, pers a person can sit around and we can, we can sit and we can talk and we can sit and we, we can sleep. A person can say, I want to finish Navi and Nevi'im and Ketuvim on, on Shabbat. So they would come into they they come in. They still there are still communities that do it. They come to the Kanisa, they sit together, they take turns reading. They, Only after after lunch. Yeah yeah yeah. Before before Micha. So, v'chol ha'davar, but this is the main principle. V'chol ha'davar ha'asur la'asot b'shabbat, asur l'saper she'asum ne'machar. And anything that is forbidden to do on Shabbat, this is the main thing. Anything that's an actual chidul Shabbat, doing business on Shabbat, asur to talk about it on Shabbat, and, uh, 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 and, and it's forbidden to say, we're going to do it tomorrow. You can say we'll meet tomorrow. You could say let's let's talk let's talk about we'll, we'll meet tomorrow. But but to say that we're gonna do business or to talk about the business it's forbidden. Oh, As sure to talk about business on Shabbat. The Amira the Akum Shivut, right? And also um, it's forbidden to tell a goy to do something for you on Shabbat. You're That's not allowed on Shabbat. That's different. If let's say you have a family that wants to let's say do something tomorrow, like Oh, tomorrow when we go here, you know, tomorrow when we go to this park or we go to this adventure in, in, park. In Farsi, we say big of Teshabbat. What I'm saying is that doesn't. I know. So it depends. What do you say? What do you say big of Teshabbat for? Permitted. So right? you say big of Teshabbat maybe for going to the park. You say big of Teshabbat. But, but to say that we're going to do business together on Shabbat, you shouldn't say it at all. But is this that shouldn't yeah, be for sure. Jibre, no, usually the sure or business you shouldn't talk at all. Yeah, you're talking about like anything that's mundane. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anything that's mundane is, you know, the... Uh, if you, tomorrow we're going to go to, to, to the tomorrow. beach. Tomorrow we're going to the beach. Yes. For it's in the mundane category. It's in the mundane. That's not in the, it's a, it's not in the business category unless you're saying, I don't know, are you saying that we're going to drive together to the beach or maybe we're, <laughs> we're going to walk together to the beach on Shabbat. Next Shabbat we're going to Costco tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But the, Doesn't get easier, my dear. The point is... Close your mouth. Don't talk too much. The Just point listen. is really... Just listen. Listen. Even listening, don't listen too much. The, the point is, a person who's at a very high level, you know, they're only thinking about Torah and Shabbat. And they're not thinking about anything else. But at the, at the very minimum, according to the halakha, a person is not, to the best of their hands, not even, best of your ability, not even thinking about business on Shabbat. You if, to if the some, difference. This uh, day some, is different. Yes, day. this day is a different day. It says, The way you walk on Shabbat is not the way the, that you walk on uh, during the weekday. Why? If somebody wants to come talk to you about business, during, during the week, you're, you're eager to talk to them. Because you're eager to have... But on Shabbat, you have no on interest. On Shabbat, I have no... Don't, don't talk to me about it. Asur... <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a big one. Oh, yeah. We're learning some of the details with it right now. Asur lechonot Israel bidvarim. So it's forbidden to oppress a Jew uh, with words. You cannot bully. You cannot so, bully. So there's different types of onah. There's onah mamon. There's oppressing with money financially, which uh, which means to overcharge somebody or to underpay somebody. Right? And there were actually laws about this, and you know, in in a place which is governed by halacha, if there's something that on the market is set to be a certain price. Meaning that everybody is required to sell it at a certain price. It's forbidden to overcharge and it's forbidden to underpay. And if a person overcharged or underpaid by one-sixth of the price, they were allowed to sue the other person and say, he overcharged me or he underpaid me. And, uh, you know, for the buyer or the seller, and they could, and they could make them pay them back. Overcharging was one-sixth over 50%. the price? Over the price or one-sixth under the price. Uh, but again, it's talking about when there was a, there was a market price that was set. Yeah, let's say milk, milk, cheese. Yeah, milk, yeah, yes, yes. yes. This, milk, this milk, is cheese, or I think the batif is exactly. if you're in the art business and we yeah, walk there, painting yeah, is a different. Yeah, antiques yeah. or... Yeah, or, or jewelry, or, jewelry. Listen, or even you know, again, they have stones which uh, don't have a, pro- you know, they're not replaceable. Well, they're standard gold. Yeah. There are things are not replaceable. Then it's there different. are things that are, that were set in the market that they can only be yeah, like sold. Like the stock, at, the stock uh, of Microsoft. It, That's it the price. It has to be sold at this price, and they overcharge and they and they and they undersold. But but what comes into the picture with with that ona, and and that is don't abuse another friend and another Jew. You know, person goes and they see it's in the, when it when it comes to diamonds or antiques they go and they see that this person you know they're selling something in their house and they they don't know the price of it and they don't know what it is and it's something uh, you know it's, yeah it's, it's something worth ten thousand dollars and you say yeah you know, you know it's worthless it's worth nothing and and they say what is really you know, you know let, let me save you I'll give you a thousand dollars for it it's forbidden to do these things according to Jewish law. They want to right? so fire sell. Fire, yeah. If they want to fire sell, yeah, and they need if money. they understand the, the price and the, of and it, the, and the market, and they, uh, if they understand, if they understand what it is, it says your friend. It says your friend. Really, a, a person shouldn't do it to anybody, really. But uh, but but 
But this is the point. It's asur lehonot. Right? The Jewish people are people of honesty. Or people of honesty. Right? To, to, to abuse somebody. Now this is something else. Now this is something else. This is called, there's another level. This is bullying. This is lehonot. This is to bully. Yes. To hurt somebody. To hurt somebody with your words. The Amor Rabotenos and Rachamim said. 200 years ago, they were talking about bullying. Now, the whole world is going yeah, around with this it's, bullying. It's, it's, it's incredible. And our Chachamim said, There is a Gemara that says that all of the gates of heaven are closed. The gates of Tefillah are closed whenever our prayers want to go to heaven, except for, according to one opinion in the Gemara, except for if somebody was bullied or oppressed, Hashem hears their tears, they have an open door in Shamaim. There's another opinion that Sha'ared Ma'ot, and when a person cries with tears in their tefillah, that, that, that opens the gates because in heaven. Because they're more, they're, 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 they're at the so, so, it's, so it's because of this, the Gemara says, a person has to be very, very careful with how they treat their wife. And very careful with how they speak to their wife. How come? Because, because if she cries, then... Uh, the tears are like magical acid. <laughs> yeah. It puts a husband in a very difficult position. They say happy wife, happy happy life. So I'll tell you something. This is very the 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 point of what the Gemara says is that it's most women in general. Most women in general are are more fragile than men in terms of what they're able to hear. You you hear a criticism in a certain way. Most of the time, again, all men and all women are different. But in a general sense, most of the time, men are able to handle it and are stronger about it than yes. than than women are. So and so the Gemara says a person has to be extra cautious. So who's taking care of that onaa, that oppression? Hashem Himself. Right, the last one that you want to be in trouble with is uh, is Hashem Himself. Especially a person's wife. And who's handling the oppression of the poor? Who's handling the oppression of the victims? Of the widow, the orphan. So I said, especially a person's wife, especially Aniim Mirudim. If there are poor people, very often they're a lot more fragile. Orphans, widows, exactly. Because they cry quickly, the punishment for making making them cry can come quickly. Hashem should save us. People who don't understand this, they 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 make fun of it. They make light of it. They think, ah, what's the big deal? So what? So I said, it's just, it's just words. It's like a, a person who's firing arrows at somebody, and they said, ah, you know, I'm uh, I'm just joking. It's just a joke. Words are worse than the knives. Hashem give us kapara for this. So, you know, there are examples that are brought in the Gemara of, uh, of Ona'a that it says that it's forbidden to remind a person of his former actions or his former history if he changed. So he said, said oh, he said, you suddenly became religious for, for us right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, you remember, remember what we used to do? What? You suddenly became a rabbi for us, you suddenly became a... It's, it's forbidden. Asura yeah. piyalacha, it's forbidden al piyalacha to, to, to do it. <laughs>
השם הטוב יכפר בעדינו. רבי, שבת is coming. It's around the corner. Have a wonderful day. Happiest Wednesday.